What's up, duck? Alright, so let me just tell you how my day was supposed to go, nigga. Let me tell you. Oh, what a fucking day. So, my day was supposed to be today. I get up early. What? Well, not even. Let's crack a dog. Let's go back a little bit. Alright, about two, three months ago, my dad calls me, right? Tells me his church people and him are taking this fucking retreat, <laughs> vacation thing to somewhere in North Carolina, right? So I'm like, oh shit, that's awesome. Haven't seen you in eight years. Let me take a fucking trip. I'll go see you, right? Mm -hmm. No problem, no problem. I'll do that for you. You're my dad, my pops, my old man. So, the whole time, tell him. right? The motherfucker don't tell me shit about the goddamn trip. I'm asking, where the hell you going? He just te keeps telling me, North Carolina. I'm like, bitch, North Carolina's huge. I need to know where so I know where I'm going. Nonetheless, cut to this week, right? Halfway through the week, like I told you earlier today, halfway through the week, we fucking, are you going to the bathroom with the mic? No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So then I ask him again, cause I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go see you. I need to know where I'm going. If you hear pee in a microphone, Steven's peeing into the microphone. He's in the bathroom. Took his microphone with him. I got to sterilize these. <laughs> Anyways, so there I am, right? I'm talking to him, and he tells me, well, we're going to North Carolina, right? This is all he keeps telling me all fucking t all this whole fucking time. So I'm like, okay, cool. All right? It was like Wednesday when he told me. So I'm like, all right, Thursday comes around. I go into work, put in a vacation day. Vacation. Waste a vacation day. Wasted. Spent it. Spent the whole vacation. I only get like 10 of those motherfuckers. Spent the whole vacation. Down to like, nine. Hey, I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to go see my dad. Right? Cool. So I wake up this morning. Oh, first off, yesterday, I'm chasing this motherfucker around all day on the phone being like, yo, where, where the fuck am I going? Where the fuck am I going? No communication? Finally. Because I'm like, where are you? And he's like, oh, I'm in Florida. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in Florida? That's not North Carolina. Yeah. My point, exactly. So then he's <laughs> like, oh, no, we flew into Florida. We're going to be in North Carolina tomorrow. I'm like, okay, what time? Oh, it's like, oh, we, quote, we get there around noon, right? So I told you about this this morning. I'm assuming the motherfuckers is flying. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, of course, because from Florida to North Carolina, that's an easy flight. Boom, you get there, you go on vacation, whatever, retreat. The yeah, fuck, it's like a, maybe a two-hour flight, if that. So I wake up today. I come early. You know, I asked the homie to borrow his car because yeah. my car has transmission problems and I probably won't go make it. So get up early. Come get your car. Yeah. Take off. I was there for this. Right. Take off. It's gone. First off. Rewind to this morning, 
I'm all over the place, people. I apologize. I'm heated, <laughs> niggas. I'm heated. But, Furious. <laughs> but uh, you see me. I do. Right? We have a little 20-minute conversation. Yeah. I'm already emotional. Yep. Right? First off, let's talk about the fact, people, that if you listen to the last episode on the podcast where I did that shit by myself titled Don't uh, Duck Inconsistency, I talked about my depression. I talked about trauma, childhood stuff. All that stuff. Real world shit. Without getting too far into it, it all stems from my time with my dad Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, my life in Puerto Rico. So I come into this morning feeling emotional. I got anxiety. Yep. I got a lot of things in my head. And I'm but because of eight years of therapy, I'm you know, I'm going, you know what, man, this is gonna be a good opportunity for me to to, handle this This for me to handle this you know now that i'm an adult he's an adult we can actually like try to connect in a different way and sort of like you know have this bonding slash healing moment right yeah very very cathartic so that's my mindset i get in the car i take off so so we're on the road in good i'm on the road i'm on the road good hopes in the heart he gives me the address to wherever the hell they're staying it's about three hours away I'm like, cool. Take off. I get about two hours and 45 minutes into this drive. Oh, shit. Right. I call him. I'm like, hey, where y'all at? Mm -hmm. So I can know exactly where I'm going. Yeah. No answer. I'm like, cool. I'm still following the address. (sighs) When I finally get there, I, I park. Tell and me I, he did not ghost you. And I sit there, right? And I'm like, all right, all right. So I'm calling him. And then he finally calls me back. And I'm like, hey, did y'all land? Are y'all on your way here? Where are you guys? He goes, we're in Atlanta. Oh. oh my God. Three hours? Oh. And he's still fucking in ATL? So I'm like, why the fuck are you in Atlanta? Now, my mind goes... Must have been a delay layover. Yeah. Right? No. No, it's not. Not a layover? Turns out. Change of plans. Or apparently these were the plans that he never told me about. They fucking landed in Florida. Uh We're going to drive all the way to fucking North Carolina on a Friday morning. Huh? That's like a 10-hour drive. It's an 11-hour drive. Oh, my God. So I'm like, What? Why are you in goddamn Atlanta? So he tells me, oh, we're, we're on the road. I'm like, well, why the fuck didn't you tell me you were driving? You could have met me in fucking Greenville. You're going to pass Greenville. Yep. You're going through 85. 85 I, you're man. literally about to do the same three-hour drive that I just fucking did. <sighs> oh, fuck, dude. I'm so sorry. So then he's like, yeah. So, I mean, but... We're, we're outside of Atlanta. And I'm like, I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, dude. Because he's like, oh, the GPS says I'm about four hours there. Can you wait? I'm like, first off, you're outside of Atlanta having to go through Atlanta. Yeah, no. You're not getting out of there no. by 4 o'clock. The anger. Oh, shit, dude. The fucking anger that came over me. I called my sister. I called my mom. I called my brother in Puerto Rico. I'm like, let me tell you, you what 
about your goddamn father and what he did to me today. And then I call him and I'm like, dude, well, just go to Greenville because you're about three hours away from Greenville. I'm yeah. already three hours out. I'll meet you there back up the house. Just stop at the house. No, we're not doing that. So he goes, well, I can't really do that because I'm with my pastors and my church people. So, I, you know, I can't really do that to them. And I'm like, fuck your goddamn pastor. <laughs> I just drove three and a half fucking hours. Meet me in fucking Greenville. So now it turns into a whole thing. Well, we can't really. We're already on the road. We already got the GPS set up. Oh. oh. Wow, dude. Fuck, I'm sorry. That's awful. Nigga, the past three hours back. Oh, my God. Yeah, what was going through your mind? Tell me. Tell me what's first off, besides what you've already first explained. First off, the anger, right? Yeah. The immediate anger. I'm so angry, I'm laughing about it. You got to be at that Cause point. Because I'm like, I literally am about to do, I just did a seven-hour drive mm -hmm. for no, like. I, there and back just, just to make yeah, a phone call. Just to be on the fucking road. Just laughing. Here I am, enjoying the fucking highway. First <laughs> off. First off. <laughs> So the whole time I'm like, I'm like, this some shit that people don't really like. I could tell this to people. People are gonna be like, what? No way. He would not do that. No. And I'm like, what? Uh, but here's the thing, because it's the perfect microcosm of my life with my father. It is the perfect ironic. It is, it is an ironic, a almost hilarious, poetic microcosm of my, my relationship with him my whole life. It is just consistently me going above and beyond. Trying to have a relationship. Overextending myself to be like, dude, here, here I am trying to be your son, like trying to have this fucking father-son time, father-son moment relationship whatever the fuck we can have and he's just like sorry and so the whole drive back for like an hour and a half i'm just pissed yeah trying to listen to comedy podcast just trying to not working just fucking i mean when you're uh, that mad there's nothing you can and do. then you know and then so then about an hour and a half in and after like the 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 initial anger of it all yeah finally wears out kind then of it red starts went away. then it starts working itself out through like once again here i am feeling like i have felt my entire life of being like dude i just want to be your fucking son let me be your goddamn son yeah and it's just the lack of trying and and it's not 50-50 at all and and what what sucks and you, and you know what's, what what sucked more than like, not just like going back through the emotional shit of yeah. childhood, but like even this morning, the conversation me and you had, like I got up this morning trying to be like positive, positive and like yeah. hopeful out have this on. moment. Yeah. Like have this forgiving like moment. And I even told you like after seven years of almost eight years of therapy, like I, 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 tried my best to get to the point where it's like you know he's not intentionally trying to be a shitty dad like it's just just happens that the the cars he was given the way life happens yeah. 
he you know in my head i'm constantly trying to tell myself like he's done the best that he's known to do that trying he to could do it. trying to you know yeah humanize this man as much as i can so i can get into this place of forgiving and moving forward and try to have a relationship with him and then shit like this happens it, it sounded like you were in a pretty progressive mood this morning like I was you, you trying, were like i said you I, were like, willing to kind of like bury yeah, like, the hatchet I, I, I'm, and start I'm like, fresh and, and i even told you this morning man like i'm not you know when when i deal with my shit in therapy and when i talk about him in therapy and the things that i've gone through you know if i if i talk about specific moments in my childhood yeah like i'm gonna give you a quick example sure when i sort of lived with him in Puerto Rico. It was when I was around 15, 16 years old. I say sort of because half of the time I was living with my grandmother because I wasn't always allowed at his house. Yeah. Thanks to my stepmom. My little sister, my brother, and myself were all baseball players. Yeah. Because that's one of his favorite sports. He was a base a minor league baseball coach. So we were all into it. Yeah. Um, he got my sister to play for his team that he coached. Mm-hmm. He got my brother, who he had already coached for years, into the same like. So over there, you know, the the same basically, the same person who's our godmother. She owned like the little baseball, the little league team called the the Mets. Mm-hmm. And so my brother played. My little sister was like in seven and eight. That was the ages, seven and eight. My mm-hmm. brother was like in nine and ten, and I was in 15, 16. Well, no, I think my, my sister was in seven, eight. My brother was in nine, uh, nine and ten, and I was in there. So at the time, they didn't even have a 15, 16 team. They put one together out of the rejects of every other fucking team. Mm-hmm. literally like the bad news bears <laughs> and so my godmother was like i'm just gonna make a team because it's in our, in our town so that way we can fill up the league now something i don't talk about a lot because i don't play baseball anymore i haven't played since literally this time that i'm talking about in my life when i was 16 i was a phenomenal little kid pay- baseball player mm-hmm. like i was like even in Puerto Rico where baseball is the shit, I was fucking top, top of the tier. food chain. Yeah, killing I it. was a pitcher that could also fucking hit home runs out the fucking wazoo. Like I was like that league, my team went fucking like 0 and twelve. And I still had more home runs than anybody in the whole league. Yeah. I still had more fucking shot out games as a pitcher than anybody in the league. I just, the reason why I ended up in a sucky ass team was because when I told my dad, hey, I want to go play for this team down down the road, mm-hmm. my dad was like, well, I have to take your brother and sisters to, to practice. I'm not taking you to practice. I'm not going to drive you to practice, so you're going to play for the team that you can walk to practice here on our own fucking neighborhood. So I was forced through his lack decisions. of his wanting to fucking take me to my own practices 
to play for this Bad News Bears, so basically, Mets team. Brother and sister kind of got the favoritism yeah. treatment where you kind of got so, stuck with the shit which is, of the deal. Which, you know, me and you talked about this morning is I'm my dad's son from his first marriage. Yeah. You know, at this point in my life, he was in his second marriage already, you know, for years, for the entire life of my sisters and brothers. So, so your, your brother and sister, yeah, uh, so you're talking he was about, so were they a, his uh, he was second so, wife's kids? Or? He was so accustomed to being a dad in that family that I think for him, like, that was his priority. You're like a second-hand child, kind of? Yeah, and, and so I became the child of the first fucking marriage, which I was an outcast, outcast. in my mom's side of the family. I was outcasted in his side of the family. So not in his side of the family because my grandmother's still my biggest fan ever, but from him at least. And so I was like, whatever, I'll play for this team. Now, halfway through the season, I remember this vividly. It's one of the most emotional, heartbreaking days of my life. I don't. Um, it was Saturday. Me and all my siblings, well, me and my two siblings all had games, right? Now, here's what I need to you guys to understand when I say that, you know, he didn't want to take me to my practices nor my games. Um, because I know that some people are going to be like, well, Rich, your little your little siblings needed to go to practice too. This is what you guys don't understand. My stepmother and my dad would drive separately to my brother and sister's practice that was in the same goddamn park. And yet I was still. So one of them could have taken you to practice. Forced to walk every goddamn day to my practices and somehow find a ride to my games. So on this particular day, I had two games in the morning, and then at noon, my brother and my sister played. My dad drops me off at the game for once and tells me, hey, we're going to be like three miles down the road. Try to get, some, try to get one of the parents to drop you off over there because we're going to be over there at your little sister's game. Now, I, you know, my, my whole game goes whatever. I don't even remember if we won or not. But I remember that after the game was done, I was so embarrassed by having to ask somebody, like, hey, can you give me a ride? Because I'm like a 15-year-old kid. So I'm, like, trying not to be. And this is, like, what, what you guys have to understand is that, again, I'm a 15-year-old kid. This is, like, peak, like, childhood trying to be tough and cool, trying to, you know, be one of the boys to my friends, like, you know, like. Not trying to look like a punk. Yeah, not trying to be a bitch. Like, I'm not trying to be like that kid. So I'm embarrassed. You know, I'm I'm very aware of what's happening, so I'm hurt. And I was like, I'm not asking anybody to fucking drive you home drive me there so what i did was i just kept telling people like oh my dad's gonna uh come pick me up i waited till oh, everybody fuck, left dude and then i just was like i guess i'm walking three to four miles to the fucking park i remember this day so specifically for this detail i remember because i had a little tiny baseball bag with me and i remember i was like well not i'm gonna just change over to my shoes and walk 
and I forgot my fucking tennis shoes. So get to walk back in. I walked three, almost four miles from that baseball park to where my brother was playing and my sister was playing in metal cleats. Oh, fucking probably <laughs> ruined those things. Yeah. Yeah. I had shoes by the time yeah, I got those there. spikes are gone. Yeah. And I just remember being like, I got there and my sister's game was done. Yeah. My brother's day was done. Mm-hmm. And all they were doing was the kids were playing around in the playground and the parents were just sitting there bullshitting. chilling. Bullshitting. Yeah. And I remember like I walked up because it was like this little hill up to the, when you walked, it was like the parking spot. And then you walked up a hill and some stairs and that's where the flat ground would even out. And that's where the baseball park's at. Yeah. And I remember walking up and everybody's just shooting the shit up in the bleachers. And my dad's just talking, like, you know, holding court, like, joking around with his friends and whatever. And he looks, and he, and he looks at me, and he just goes, and just keeps fucking talking. Just totally ignored it. And I remember, I remember I was like, I didn't even bother to tell him, yo, I just walked four fucking miles to get here. I just literally just sat down quiet and just waited to go home. And that's just one instance of what basically my childhood was. And that was me living with him. When I didn't live with him, he didn't want to do anything that I did. He would, on a yearly basis, he would take my brothers and my my brother and my sisters to the zoo like at least once a year. We We have in Puerto Rico, we have this giant fucking water park called Las Cascadas and it's like this giant water park with like you know like Slides water parks here but over there it's like wild, over there so there's like one yeah. so like like people do like whole town trips in a bus to go yeah and so like I remember every year he would tell me he was taking my brothers and my sisters and then I would be like I want to go and then he'd be like no yeah and then the weekend that they were going, just I just you. never saw him. Just duck you. And then I would come back two, three weeks later when I saw him again. And then I, my bro, and then you know, my brother's only two years younger than me, so me and my brother would be playing around, you know, playing PlayStation or playing outside or whatever. And then I have to come back to his house or my grandmother's house, and my brother would just tell me how awesome it was to go to the zoo or how cool it was to go to this fucking water park. And I would just be there like, Hey man, this house great. And every time I would tell him like, Hey, I want to go. And he'd be like, don't worry. I'll take you next year. And this happened for like five years straight. Mm. Till I fucking eventually moved to the States. And so shit like that. And those are the, those are the, the ones I'm willing to talk about because I'm not going to get into everything, get into shit. That's yeah. too personal yeah. and too descriptive of shit. But it was the emotional beatings like that, that I have been having to, as an adult now, deal with and deal with in therapy and shit. And which, you know, coming back to today and this morning, that's the type of shit that I was like, 
trying to look past to yeah. be like you know what he bury the hatchet start yeah, a new like, chapter. you know it was a matter of you know him just trying to be the best dad he could in the marriage that he was and the family that he was and not try to take it personal and not try to take it as a hit against me and stuff like that and so yeah. I'm, I'm this whole morning uh among my emotions i'm trying to like logically tell myself like get into this mindset of forgiveness so that i could have this day with him and then like have that forgiveness moment for myself yeah so then i can move on you can move past this and have a further relationship with him and then shit like today happens and it's like he does just enough to bring me right back to square one feeling like that little kid who felt like shit mm. my entire life and it's just fuck man i'm sorry it was bro. just like i like i'm telling the whole drive back i was i went through anger heartbreak you know i i went back to feeling like i did that day at the park where i just sat down and i was like i guess i'm just fucking here till I'm here and I I just I keep fucking trying to find logic in everything because you know like and not to get incredibly personal no man let it out but this is the type of shit that I talk about in therapy when it comes to seeing myself in a relationship and seeing myself as a father because in both of those things, like I never, I never, because of the way he is and the way he has been, I never got to experience what a good marriage was supposed to look like. So, I've never... So the example was never set for you. Yeah, so, like, that's why, like, with me and my fucking death record of relationships (laughs) that I have, this goddamn gauntlet of fucking torture that I've put myself through. The crucible. Yeah, it's just been this thing where, like, I have been trying to... Granted, you know, and not all my relationships are because of shit like this because I have worked through a lot of it, but I've had over the past few years, like, have to talk through, like, I don't trust marriages. I don't trust relationships. I don't trust because I don't have that foundation of what it's supposed to look like the same way with, like, fatherhood. It's why I'm always, like, going back and forth between on the on, on, best, on my best day, I tell myself I can be a good dad to be a better than a dad than I had. Yeah. On my worst days, it's the same thing with like marriage. I don't, go ahead. I'm gonna vamp while you answer the phone. No, she's outside. Oh, she's outside. Yeah, that's Oh that. shit, well people. Let's place it on pause. We're gonna place that on pause real quick. We'll be right back with part yeah. two. Write that down so we can, keep right. it, we can keep back on that topic. We'll be right back to fatherhood in a minute. <laughs> All right, we're back now. Fatherhood, Part two. people. Uh, as you can hear by the tone of my voice, I've eaten. Are you better now? I've eaten. I'm Got a lot calmer. 
Got some. I got some drinks. Some drink and some food in you. And uh, courtesy of my wife, thank you, honey. Let's see. Yeah, shout out, Courtney. Hey, we're thanking you on the podcast right now. Yeah, we're yeah. thanking you. We're thanking, we're thanking you, for, you for, for food food. on the podcast. Um, she said, "Go to hell, Rich." What the hell? What were we talking about before? We fatherhood. Did? Oh yeah, fatherhood. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about all this shit with my dad and how it plays into the uh, lack of confidence in relationships and future plans for parenthood and fatherhood. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for everybody who's listening, we talked about this in in the in-between. Outside the cast. Yeah, outside the cast. So probably got a bit more. uh, But we did talk about how basically my mentality has shifted with this whole experience throughout my life and and therapy and today and dealing with today and trying to make sense of today, sort of shifting mentalities as far as where you're at with your where I'm at, not only with my dad, but also like as far as like me and relationships and not having that example, you know, as something that I grew up on. A young lad with a, you know, as an example of how to be a father or like how to be in a marriage basically and, husband or partner um yeah. shifting sort of into being more in the mindset of like despite of all the things that i didn't have you know using that as a more of a uh what was it that we said uh more as a guide of like what yeah, not, not to, to do, do so yeah. you can do better that was the conversation in the yeah car, right was, uh, so though this is not a a positive experience by any means the outcome long term can prove positive and providing you with I guess a guide of the shit you shouldn't do in your, yeah. your future being yeah. a, and, a and husband honestly, and a like at the father. end of the day, like that's sort of the only if if I'm gonna like make a positive out of things. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the only outtake you can have is sort of like and that's in a nutshell Holy shit, Devil Joe's in the game. Sorry, people, I'm watching YouTube. <laughs> but um, but the reality, and, and a, a lot of what I have found through therapy, no matter what kind of traumas you're dealing with. Question for you. Yes. How long have you been going to therapy? That's my, my uh, a little bit over seven years. Okay. All right, well, and what I, you found in therapy. And, I, and what I've found throughout like dealing with multiple different issues of trauma is that a lot of it is just that mindset of like not getting stuck in the shit that's holding you back mm-hmm. and rather rather than like telling yourself like I can't do something or be something because of all this shit mm-hmm. is shifting over that mentality to like despite of the shit that I have been dealing with and despite of all the shit that's wrong with me like I, I'm gonna do better despite of all those things yeah. and and there's a million things you can learn through therapy, like you know, and, and that's based on individual experience. But as as a as a lesson, and I've I've had talks with people, you know, in my personal life and and in, at work and stuff like that, where people sometimes ask me about how I handle certain things, and that's kind of like the basis of what I tell people. It's like telling yourself like this: you you can tell yourself you can't do something because of your your upbringing or your trauma or your insecurities Whatever or you can just say look despite of all of this 
I'm going to give it my best to do better. Yeah. And that's just a lesson in all this shit, man, because yeah. it, it would be like I told you when we were. It's a good lesson. The, yeah. And it's like I told you when we were in the car, it would be much more of a painful pain in the ass to sort of take things like today and just sort of dwell on the negativity of it all and sort of just keep my like because it, it would be very easy yeah for for me to just you know Wallow. get down and yeah getting self-pity depressed and, just and get yeah, your own head all pitiful about all that shit all the shit whereas i could just be like okay i tried yeah. you know my, my goal was to like I, I was talking about earlier my my goal was to sort of kind of bury the hatchet and bury the hatchet chapter. in a sense and like end that chapter and try to start not, something new with and at dad. least try to end that chapter in a good note but now that i know that those things might not happen or even if it might not happen anytime soon then it's like you said it, it's it's more of a take it as a personal thing as far yeah. as far as like heal on your own yeah forgive on your own and then move on from there and so that's life, people. That's my life. That's why I'm fucked up. <laughs> but, I think there's a lot of other issues here at hand, but uh, I don't, I don't, I I don't think issues, that's what makes you fucked up is, is no, that I got, you care. I got, I got many issues, but... Yeah, but just speaking on the one here Yeah, is, speaking on this specific the, This one, particular yeah. incident and this particular, you know, demon you're, you're fighting doesn't shape who you are as a person, and I think we've touched on that, and I think anybody can take a lesson out of that, not just be, you know, with parenthood or whatever whatever through life you're going through it doesn't have to define who you are it doesn't have to shape you know the outcome of the next couple of years you can take something negative and it might not be positive then but it can be turned into a positive down the road and i think that's the the big takeaway here is self-reflection in a positive light not so much you know laying on the negative and just holding on to that because you don't grow as a person at that point right yeah and that's the thing like i I, and i see the problem with and this is off topic but it has to do with like mental health shit which by the way brings me brings me back to big respect I'm to starting, being able to go to therapy so so on top of this podcast i'm helping uh young murder who we've had on Shout the podcast uh also my whose real name is erica and she i was i was forget i was forget so she wants to do a podcast on like mental health and like it's basically we're, we're trying to make it not necessarily mental health but like sort of self-development and self-growth kind of like a positive mindset. yeah sort of like just how to grow as a person yeah, period how to, how whether it's like shitty situations whether it's mental health or spirituality or or like my my biggest contribute to it is fitness stuff and so that's why like we titled it only gains because only gains it's that's basically fine. just that's that's our focus is gaining whether it's you know whether it's growth through your fitness or growth mentally or growth spiritually is just trying to gain something always from the lessons of, of life and so self betterment yeah just, just bettering a, yourself a general sense because my outlook is look no matter how shitty life is you gain something from every experience whether yeah. it's a change of perspective a change of of yourself or, or whatever you always grow in a, in some type of way and so uh hopefully by the end of this weekend me and her will get through episode one and finally put that shit out there Dope. so Shout if you're listening to this only gains only gains coming to you soon coming a, to you somewhere in a theater near to you someplace youtube spotify um, 
uh, was dealing but with I, Apple Play. I, I know that today, I talked to her today, and she went roller skating with her son and then fell. So she got a busted up ankle now. Oh, no. <laughs> so I got to get, I got to figure out if she's okay and if she's willing to podcast. But is, uh, what, so a little easy exercise. What's the uh, the negative there? She she sustained a minor injury, but what's well, the positive? The I don't know how. I, well, she, well, I'm, she I'm, just I'm told guessing. me she was roller skating and then she yeah. was like, a little girl ran into me and I got a busted ankle now. So the positive there is she got to knock a little girl down yeah, and that's just hilarious. Is, that girl knows her place. <laughs> <laughs> See, self-betterment, people. That's what we that's what we're here to yourself. do. If you're Sometimes feeling bad about yourself, just go knock a toddler over. Case. This kids will suck. Go punch a two-year-old. But um, but yeah. So that's happening, and that's and we're moving up. It's gonna be some exciting stuff forward. Right now that being said, moving on to funnier parts of today. Let me tell you that drive. Yeah, that drive was dangerous. <laughs> yeah, semi. I don't know about what it is about people on the road today, it's or it's it just people on the road. Period. People in a hurry. But man. Motherfuckers have had death wishes. Because <laughs> I, I saw some drivers that I was like, yo, I'm you, not ready for this street. You got like, a license? I, halfway, halfway through my, through like going back up or up towards North Carolina, halfway up there, I was like, I don't want to do this drive again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this shit that again. That drive can be scary. And I was like, yeah, no. I was like, because the, the thing is like the roads, it's only, I was like, first of all, what kind of highway? It's two lanes the whole way. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, usually it's those long roads that go through country and backwoods. Yeah. And, and it was too much of a pain in the ass. It was going downhill. The motherfucker was going too fast. I was like, nah, we ain't doing this. This, There's fi- a lot this of Final Fantasy shit or Final Destination <laughs> shit. <laughs> Final Fantasy. <laughs> shout out to Tristan and Final Fantasy and all my Final Fantasy fans Shout out, out Tristan. We got we to gotta shout out the boys who, uh, who aren't here with us tonight. Yeah. Shout out Seth and, and Jones. The Yeti. Out there. Doing dad shit, doing dad things, holding it down for those who aren't dads yet. Um, Let me see, what else can we talk about? (laughs) about, uh, Outside of all that shit, people, I'm moving on to different things. Uh, He's leaving me. No, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) Listen, I get left enough for me to be like ever trying to leave people. But, um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. So uh, like the the negative there is you know you feel like you get left a lot. Yeah. The the other negative there is that you're stuck with me yeah. and I'm yeah. like a plague. The good thing is I'm, like I'm not parasite. going anywhere. The bad thing is I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you could take that as a life thing or as <laughs> a personal but, thing uh, or whatever. You know, this something that we say every episode. Did and you I just think, sip into the mic yes. like and to think, pause for a thought. Was that for dramatic yeah, effect? That was a dramatic effect. <laughs> And uh, something that has to be said on this episode, too, yeah, is that if you go back to the last episode where I recorded by myself, it's called Ducking Consistency. Traitor. Now, as far as it comes to this podcast and consistency. Oh, shit. We're not really good at it. No, we're terrible okay. at we're it. Not, I, I think it's about maybe I think three episodes was, a year. Well, the last time. Because this cast is like three years My old last now. episode by myself was February. The one before that was like two days before New Year's. So we're at episode three for the year. Yeah. And it's yeah, what, June? We're rough. We're rough. And granted, it's we're going to try to do better. We'll try to do better. I'll be here next Friday. <laughs> Get out of my house, <laughs> goddammit. Listen, I'm comfortable. I see in that. In this blanket. In this couch. Uh, for, for, for the viewers, or the listeners. I feel like a white woman. 
You are. Because <laughs> my wife bought this couch specifically. I feel like a strong, independent white woman oh right now. <laughs> and you don't need no man? I got a can full of liquor. Oh, my Jesus. We bought this couch. My wife picked out this couch. I know. And she bought it for she that love seat. She did a good job and picking this couch. And you're the only person. It's comfortable enough. Whoever sits in that chair. So that's just <laughs> your chair now. But the the lesson in this, and we're all about lessons. By the way, I'm t- I'm titling this episode, <laughs> Don't Be Ducking Me, Dad. <laughs> oh, fuck. I feel like you need a hug, dude. I just, I just thought of that. <laughs> Honey, he, he's sad. He's in his feelings. <laughs> he can't just be called him a dumbass. That's what happens when the liquor kicks in. We got to make jokes. So hard. Coping to... mechanisms. <laughs> that is one thing we are consistent about is hiding yeah. our feelings. Yeah, I know. Right? But, um, but yeah, pain. people, we're going to do better. I got to do better with this one just so I can do better with the other one. Because I told Murdo already, I'm like, listen, if you don't keep me on track, we ain't going to be too consistent on the episodes. Yeah. So hopefully as the time passes from here on out, uh, we get better at this. We got to try to do better. I feel right, like I gotta, we had the right idea with the webcast. It just wasn't executed quite well enough. No. We tried to do we also like, didn't. Well, we got stuck the last time because we Seth couldn't figure out his sound. Yeah, yeah, that sucked too. And we got, so we got to... We got to sort that out. Sort that out and then try. So we can do the webcast because it's hard yeah. to get all, all yeah, four it's of a us lot together. Harder. With so dads and wives well, we, we'll, and We'll make it happen. Shit. It's also just difficult because the way we talk, and this is something that we just got to get better at, and mm. we just haven't done it enough to get better at it. But the way, you know, we're so used to, like, gaming and talking shit <laughs> or, like, talking shit within ourselves. And the <laughs> problem, like the problem with doing that and podcasting is that you can't, talk over each other because it sounds terrible that's as, a, what we do, as though. an audio audio medium yeah so we just got to get better at like our timing within like not yeah. interrupting each other or talking over each other i feel like these are subtle notes at me to shut the hell up no it's 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 <laughs> it, and, and, and i say that because it, it's a lot harder when you're on of, of uh, game ca- or uh, online yeah because it's just like you're you want to say something but it's it's a lot it's a different tempo in conversation. Yeah. So yes, it's getting good at that is that's gonna make it a lot better. But we're gonna give it a shot. And we're gonna get better as it goes. Outside of that, people, um, let me see what else can I talk about. What has happened since the last time I cast it? Let me tell you. Elden Ring came out, people. If oh, you don't yeah. know the game, Elden Ring. Elden Ring came and went. I passed it twice. My, you you want uh, you want to be a bit more direct in that regard, yeah. my friend. Passing it does not I, uh, quite quantify. What I cleared the game twice. No, that's not what I'm talking. A about. A new game twice. I'm not talking about that. I'm like 630 level there you 630 go. now. That's that's a bit more along the lines. Of uh, I, I turned 29. God, I'm old. Yeah. Uh, what else have we done? Oh, we went rock climbing for the first time. Oh yeah, that we was went fun. Rock climbing, yo. Let me tell you. First of all. My forearms hurt for about twelve days. The like the second day after we went, I got up because we went on what Saturday. Yeah, we went like a Saturday, and I think it was Memorial Day weekend. So mm-hmm. I had we had that Monday off, and when I woke up that Monday, I went to push off a bed to get up. Couldn't do it, and I almost cried. That's how bad. And and it's it's a weird feeling when in your arms only your forearms hurt. It was strange. Like, it, yeah. it, it was a strange feeling. So it was, it, it was, but it was fun as hell. This this is 
unnecessary for me to say, considering the fact that we had so much still in that gym to clear because we did a lot of the easy ones. Well, you crushed it. You you hit but, like I um, think a, a black. But rock? yeah, but that one was kind of set up easier than what that setting so should like, have like, been. Like like the colors represent difficulty if yeah. you've never been rock climbing. Yeah, but the black one that I did. I thought the black was like the hardest level or some shit like that. Well, it was supposed to be, but that one was set up like the way the 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 whatever I guess the rocks were set up were very easy as yeah. far as like the how to gauge because there's some like the, I saw some of the green ones where like it, it's like hanging onto a freaking paper. They look rough. Yeah, that finger like, strength. I, there there was some where I was like, I don't know what you're grabbing. Yeah, and uh, that's a whole different kind of muscle group right there. Yeah. Just so training your hands. It, we got to get back over there so to yeah. have some fun and do it with the boys. But um, that was a great time. I, I really enjoyed let's that. See. Since then. We both decided to get back in shape yep. since that day because we felt pitiful. Yeah. Um, so we've been working out consistently. Well, I don't know if it was so much uh, about being pitiful. It was more or less I was terrified. My, uh, my, <laughs> you want to talk about bad luck. My grandpa got hit by a car, not like run over. He was like standing at a gas station pump and he got tapped uh-huh. and knocked over and he cracked the back of his head. Oh, and not even three days later... They suspected he had a heart attack, so they they took him back in you know the emergency room. They thought he maybe was having some issues. Turns out he had uh, some kind of crazy blockage. My wife knows all the terminology. He had like a sixty percent blockage in something called the the widowmaker, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so whatever the widowmaker is, and he had an eighty percent blockage somewhere else. So he had to have open heart surgery, and my dad had uh, heart issues as well. So I I'm terrified. Of going out at an early age due to heart issues. That's, that's kind my of a, that's my worst nightmare because I have enough heart. Yeah, you issues. got heart problems for days. I have enough heart issues as it is, and if, if I get to the point where they're like, "Listen, you need open heart surgery," I'm like, "Listen, guys, I was here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I want you guys to remember me as the brave man that I was." So I feel like we, uh, <laughs> we need to place a bet right now. Which which one of our hearts give out first? Which one of those croaks first. <laughs> but yeah, so now we're committed to fitness. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Eventually, yep. we get enough shape. We're gonna actually try to do this deadlift. The deadlift off, yes. God, that's At been some point. years. Yeah, give me some time though, cause my back. That dude's my knees. <laughs> I drove seven hours today. My back was screaming. I was like, it's scary. I was like, so we're gonna so, be in yeah. hospice by the time we get to. Also, uh, I want to do more things. Like, I I need to do. Granted, it's else? a lot easier when we do. Now we're just talking about the podcast on the podcast, which is hilarious. <laughs> but as we do, hopefully, the online podcast, yeah. the reason why I like those is because it's a lot easier to clip to, like, do TikToks with and stuff like that. Because that's how... Are oh, you trying to expand the Yeah, because that's, that's kind of how you grow. You got to get a social media presence somewhere. Yeah. And the easiest one is to do, like, a podcast... Snippets. And then do snippets of that episode. Of like good moments from the cast. Because you know, then we can put the entire podcast on YouTube. Yeah. And then snippets on TikTok. So then that's how you kind of get through people. So stick around, people. If you haven't followed us on TikTok, we have one video on our TikTok. On Is it of the uh, the Raptor? No, it's the... Um, that one was on my page. The one where it's on the podcast page is the one where... Remember the one, the first episode we did where we were talking about? Um, Is it you listing porn sites? No, it, it, <laughs> it, it was be. like it was me calling myself the Great Value brand of of love, <laughs> and that's when Jones was like, "I think I know your problem," and I was like, "Is it my heart?" And then we was all laughing. 
And then I took off my hat for whatever reason. And I was like, is it the hair? <laughs> and I realized I was drunk as shit when we were recording. So, But it was a funny video, so I put it up. Absolutely. And so uh, I think it's DBDMB Podcast on TikTok. On TikTok. Follow us. Um, I would love to see these on YouTube. Let's see. We did that's about a 40-minute episode right there. I feel people. good. Do you feel good? You yeah. feel like you, you kind of got some shit off Yeah, I got a lot of shit out, and now that I'm drinking, I feel a lot better. Good. So that being said, people, don't don't use alcohol as a crutch, okay? It's okay to have a couple of drinks. It's okay to have down. a couple of drinks, but it's not okay to drink your it's problems. It's not a medicine. All right. It's not a cure. Am I drinking my problems away today? Yes, but that's because... Rich, that's completely correct. It's a Puerto Rican thing. All right. That's what... It's a, first of all, <laughs> drinking your pains away is like a Puerto Rican tradition. That's that's like a, a high level Puerto Rican thing. Says the uh, strong independent white woman yeah. in, in a love that's, seat right now. I'm one wine cup away from being a full white lady right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got cats within vicinity right now. You got the blanket. I'm comfortable in the couch with a blanket on me. <laughs> I got alcohol. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Uh, Feeling pretty white? Listen, I'm feeling like a whole ass queen, right? <laughs> yeah, it's queen. <laughs> oh my God. That being said, people, so follow us on social media. Yes. Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Don't be ducking me, bro. Yes, yes. DBDMB, if you can't find, don't be ducking to me, bro. That's D, right? That's Delta. Bravo, Delta. Mike, Bravo. Uh, go to our website, DBDMB. Dot army check it out or don't be ducking me bro.com we have two uh urls there for you for sure um where else we're TikTok, everywhere. like i just said we're like the plague uh what we're like the plague yeah we're everywhere we're everywhere like covid i'm like i'm like listen i'm the stds of podcasts you might not want me but i'm here <laughs> You keep saying shit like that, dude. I'm going to have to give you uh, a hug. See, I'm worried else? about what you. Else? Uh, <laughs> shout out my coworkers who listen to my podcast at work. Shout out Trey. Trey. Young Annie, who's my boss now. Annie, shout out you. Let's go, shout Annie. out boss lady. Congrats. You know what I'm saying? Holding it down. Uh, shout out Cactus. Um, Wait, what? I have a buddy named Brandon who I named Cactus. Um, so the shout out Cactus. What the fuck is wrong with you? And uh, yeah. Shout out to people. Also, I forgot because I did do that last episode where it was actually really heartfelt and really about my depression and shit. So uh, thank you to everybody who actually reached out. I'm all right, people. I may talk <laughs> depressive, but uh, I'm okay. Don't Trust worry. Taken care of. If he but, hasn't done it yet with the friends like us, he ain't going to do it anytime soon because yeah. we're not exactly so the most supportive just, group. Just know that I'm, I, 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 I talk about shit to better myself, not yeah. to... Uh, live live among my own pity so uh thank you for reaching out to those who did and uh those who said all the kind words that you That's have awesome. over the past few months um love to hear that let's see what else people are paying attention and what they, else what their else faith in humanity restored yeah a little bit what else Not uh much. what else has happened or that we can talk about because i'm already saying goodbye the sun turned too What's happened? You know what's funny? I've been drinking this drink, right? Like it's lemonade mm-hmm. or like it's a seltzer. Yeah. And I forgot it's like 7% like actual like. Uh, You're going to be retarded in a minute. What's it called? What is this? Is this whiskey? whiskey? This is whiskey. 
I, 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 I thought I was feeling good. And I got to make it home. I got to make it home at some point. Yeah. Because the problem is I got to restart this server. See, and I don't know my password. No, I feel like you're taking a shot at me because I work in the IT field and both no, those things drive I'm me taking crazy. a shot at myself because I need the password. That being said, people, remember what I said. Follow us on, on social media, yes. YouTube, all that stuff, the website. Follow me on Instagram. All right. Um, happy Father's Day to, <laughs> to everybody out there. Hopefully, you guys got a good one. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Outside of that, uh, uh yeah that's it people i'm out of here all right shout out to my ex-girlfriend <laughs> really we couldn't make it through one episode without you bringing up an ex Are you kidding i me? just remembered i don't know why i just remembered her but uh shout out to you i hope you're happy out there uh i know you uh switch governments you're out there with the short hair bumping muffins so I hope the best for you. We hear, uh, don't be ducking me, bro. Support yeah, you the know, gay it, community. it's June, okay? It's Pride Month. Pride Month. Girl, get, get, be happy, okay? All right? I hope that the shit you fucking put me through <laughs> was for a goddamn good reason. And you lucky I don't have the time to do a whole episode on this because I'm ready. All right? Time has passed and your boy is healed and I'm ready to talk shit. But I'm bettering myself so I'm not. Because all I could say. So what's the title of next week's episode? Next week's episode is, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how hurt I am next episode. Because <laughs> if I get in my feelings, she's in trouble. You know, you know, you being hurt is like our bat signal to assemble for a podcast. Is I know. What I've noticed. I might, I, that's going to have to be my excuse. I'm going to y'all just tell the wives I'm having a tough time. <laughs> that being said, people, I love y'all. I love this cat, Sora. You come back to me. Traitor. Um, shout see, out, people. All we'll right. See you next time. See y'all next time.